The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What is the meaning of the parable of the laborers in the vineyard? This lengthy parable is found only in the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus tells the parable of the laborers in the vineyard in verses 1 through 16 in response to Peter's question in the previous chapter, verse 27. We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Peter wanted to know what reward would be given to those who give up everything to follow Jesus. In response, Jesus explains this truth about the kingdom of heaven. Planting, maintaining, and harvesting vineyards in first century Israel was strenuous work, requiring hard physical labor in the heat of summer. Often, additional laborers were required to get all the work done. The owner of this particular vineyard went to the marketplace at the first hour of the morning at 6 a.m. to find workers for the day. His offered wage of one denarius, a Roman soldier's pay for a day, was generous indeed. The workers in the first group were more than happy to work for the generous wage. As the day progressed and more workers were hired, the specific wage was not mentioned, but the landowner promised to pay whatever is right. Apparently, the workers were sufficiently confident of the landowner's character that they trusted him at his word. Altogether, four groups of workers were hired, the last group just one hour before the end of the day. When the time came for the wages to be paid, the first group of workers saw the last group being paid a denarius and were naturally thinking they would be paid more since they had worked the longest. Their anger against the landowner spilled forth when they saw that they would all be paid the same, even though they had got exactly what they had agreed upon when they were hired. The landowner was forced to defend his actions to the first group, even though he had dealt with them in perfect fairness according to the contract. The landowner, whose decision to pay all the workers the same was an act of mercy, not injustice, represents God, whose grace and mercy are shed abundantly on those of his choosing. For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I have compassion. It does not therefore depend on man's desire or effort, but on God's mercy. Romans 9 verses 15 and 16. In the matter of salvation, His grace and mercy are given to those whose self-righteous works could never obtain it. We are all sinful and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3 verse 23. But His grace is sufficient to redeem all who believe. Whether God calls someone early or late in life to partake of His grace, the glory and praise for our salvation is His and His alone, and in no way amounts to unfairness. Just as the landowner has the right to do what he wishes with his own money, so does God have the right to have mercy on whom he will have mercy. The first group of workers in the vineyard resented receiving the same wage as the last group. Their attitude was similar to the Pharisees, who were incensed at Jesus' teaching that others could inherit a heavenly kingdom they thought was reserved for them alone. They despised Jesus for offering the kingdom to poor, oppressed, weak sinners, whom he made equal to them. In verse 15, the landowner asks, Is your eye evil because I am good? The evil eye was a Hebrew expression referring to jealousy and envy. God's goodness and mercy produced in the self-righteous Pharisee the evil eye of envy. The rest of the workers receive their wages without complaint or envy of others. In the same way, we as Christians should rejoice when others come to the Savior, as we should rejoice in the service others render to Him. He is faithful to reward us for our service as He promised. And how he rewards others should be of no consequence to us, nor should it affect our devotion to him. The message in verse 16, the last will be first and the first last, is that no matter how long or how hard a believer works during his lifetime, the reward of eternal life will be the same given to all, an eternity of bliss in heaven, in the presence of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. 
the thief on the cross in Luke 23, whose life of service was limited to a moment of repentance and confession of faith in Christ, received the same reward of eternal life as the Apostle Paul. Of course, Scripture also teaches that there are different rewards in heaven for different services, but the ultimate reward of eternal life will be achieved by all equally. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.